Alright guys, whatever time you're listening to this, welcome to Before The Money. I'm rocking a solo episode today. My name is Jack William and I want to outline the biggest hack of 2023. If you're looking to boost your income, if you're looking to boost your personal brand, your influence, your network, if you're looking to boost your personal development and fast track your road to your best self, this is the biggest hack of 2023. So what is this hack? What is it that we're talking of? And the biggest hack, the most, the fastest growing uh, marketing industry is podcasting right now. Podcasting is going nuts and for a couple of reasons. So there's a few reasons why it allows you to get into an intimate relationship with your listeners. There's only so much you can learn about a person from like a 40 second, 20 second clip on social media. But when you're engaged with someone long form in podcasting format, you're hearing their voice, you're connecting with them, you can hear the emotion and all that kind of stuff. It allows you to build really solid relationships. It also allows you to showcase your expertise in ways that you might not get across clearly in social media. There's a couple of things that have happened this year that making podcasting a bigger opportunity now than ever. So Australia... For all, for all my Australian listeners tuning in, this is huge news. We have just overtaken the US in terms of the percentage of our population that listen to podcasts. So 42% of Australians now listen to podcasts weekly with an average of seven and a half hours per week consumed on podcasting mediums, which is bonkers considering in just 2019 that was only five hours and 40 minutes so that's a huge spike of of over two hours in just the space of a couple of years and since 2015 the podcasting industry here in Australia has grown by over 70% now if we put that into comparison of the growth of social media now 82% of Australians have a social media account So if you compare that to only 42% of Australians are listening to podcasts, there is a huge opportunity there. It is still very early on in the days. Now, if you're listening, you're, you're a podcast listener, you're probably in the ecosystem, you're like, yeah, but everyone's got a podcast these days. No, they don't. You know, it is the next medium that is going to explode for many reasons. So... A few reasons why podcasting is so ridiculously powerful and it's probably the big reason why you're so drawn to it. Podcasting allows you to listen anywhere at any time while also multitasking. So there's actually statistics that show 95% of podcasts uh, actually get listened to all the way through whereas only 40% of YouTube videos actually make it all the way through because when you think about it, you know, if you're sitting down doing the dishes or something, you can't necessarily be watching a YouTube video or reading an article, things like that. If you're on a run, you can't be watching a YouTube video. If you're driving the car, you can't be watching videos or reading articles. But you can do all those things while listening to a podcast. So I'm going to keep this episode really short um, because what's most important about everything that you know we teach here on this podcast is going ahead and taking action. I want to spark that light bulb moment for you, but the only thing that's going to actually bring these things into fruition as you're going out and taking action. So a couple of quick spitfire reasons why podcasting is huge. You've already got the statistics. You've seen the growth. I'm not going to bore you with all that kind of stuff. Networking. When I started Before the Money, 
I did it with the amb- with the intention of connecting myself with people that I admire, but I wanted to do it in a way that was mutually beneficial. So I was thinking, how can I provide the most value to these people who are, quote, out of my league? And how can I get in a room with them? So by starting a podcast, giving them a platform, and then also delivering them content for their time is a very, very valuable trade-off. So from that, I've got gotten more self-development than I could have possibly paid for in courses and books. I have increased my network in ways that I can't even comprehend. My life is completely different now. I've been exposed to so many different perspectives um, in the room, being able to ask the questions that are on the top of my mind. Like, There's nothing more frustrating when you're listening to a podcast or a YouTube video and you, you just want to ask a question but the host never gets around to it. I don't have that problem because I am the host, right? I get to curate who I want to speak with and I get to curate where the conversation goes and I will, you know, be 100% honest, like a large part of what drives the podcast is my own personal interest. That's what's kept it so alive. That's what's allowed us to release an episode every week for the last nearly two years now because that passion and curiosity is so, so raw and authentic for me. Um, I've already touched on it. It's allowed, allowed you to build intimate relationships with the audience. It is a very new space. We're still at the early stages of it. It is vertically, it's practically free to set up. Um, streaming software is is free. Some options are free. Equipment, you've probably already got it. I'm sure you've got an iPhone of some kind. And there's varying degrees in which you can start. So if you wanted to start for absolutely no money, you can do so. If you want to start for a little bit of money, then that would add, obviously add a lot more value to your show, but not 100% necessary. So there's a couple of things that I have learned when it comes to starting a podcast and I'll get through these and then I'll actually give a little bit of a short checklist. Um, but the main thing that was ingrained in me from the start was to not overthink it. Uh, before starting this podcast, I had chronic perfection perfectionism syndrome. Is that a is that a thing? Um, but if it's a thing, I had it. And for all the other projects I'd kind of been engaged with in my life, I would always prolong the launch because I'm like, it's not quite ready yet. You know, I can tweak this, I can tweak that, I can spend so many hours just tweaking shit that no one notices unless they're like another designer or care about the project as much as I do, which is another reminder. No one cares as much as you do. They're not going to find, they're not going to pick the tiny little faults. They're not going to pick the, the studded words. If anything, all that kind of stuff just allows them further to connect with you because it's raw and it's legit. Um, I personally can't stand listening to a, a scripted podcast. I understand that there's some, some people that do it that way and that's sweet. That's not my cup of tea, but that is an option for you. So, reach out to guests you think are out of your league. This was something that took me probably 30 or 40 episodes to wrap my head around because I I felt like, you know, I wasn't quite worthy to have those conversations yet or to reach out to them and it was purely out of fear of rejection. We all experience it in varying degrees but just as soon as you can, reach out to them because at the very least, you're now on their radar and say, for instance, it takes 
40, 50, 100 episodes for them to then say yes, they've had the opportunity to see your growth and they're much more likely to come on the show when they can see your consistency. Second, lead with value. So lead with value to your audience, lead with value to your guests. Um, I am leaning quite heavily on like the guest format. There are bunch of different ways you can do podcasting is no rules in this genre but this is the format that i'm most familiar with so lead with value like i mentioned before being recording your episodes in video format is super super valuable because what that allows you to do is that allows you to then clip up um, things for social media that your guests can use and in the world of you know content and business these days like or even just life in general content is so valuable because we just can't simply make enough of it the our audiences need so much content because there are so many things competing for their attention so by really knuckling down and creating that visual content from the get-go is going to stand you apart from so many fresh start podcasts and like i said you can do it with the iphone just do it in whatever means you have available to you um, introductions. So, learning a introductory format is game changing when you're bringing guests on for two reasons. Number one, it reminds your guests just how capable and special they are, and it really primes them to deliver the most value possible. Because I know personally from podcasts that I've been on, when you know they outlay to me all the achievements that I've kind of blocked in the back of my mind. I'm now reminded of, oh, actually, I have experienced some stuff and I do have some value to share and I'm a lot more forthcoming with with questions and, and, and answers. And the second part of that equation is it edifies them in the eyes of your audience. Now, I know if you were to look back at podcast episodes you've listened to with influential people that you admire. So say, for instance, um, if you were to listen to a podcast episode with Elon Musk, you're going to take the words that he says a lot more literally because you understand the value of his opinion. And that's just one example. It can be a sports hero or whoever it is for you. And for guests that don't necessarily have as widespread notoriety as someone like Elon Musk, it is your responsibility as the host to edify them and build that credibility in the eyes of your consumer. Because at the moment, your audience has a rapport with you, they have a relationship with you, and therefore, the things that you say are going to be taken with a much higher regard. So, it's very important to set the credibility of your guest in the beginning of the episode so that that way they're not playing catch-up the whole way through. Because if you think about it, some people might not listen all the way to the real gold nuggets halfway through or towards the end of the episode because they haven't properly been connected with the host or with the guests, sorry. So that's your responsibility as the host to edify them and do a really powerful introduction. Um, So the introduction format, really quickly, three to five things that are physical achievements. So whether that be awards, whether that be, you know, challenges that they've overcome, um, experiences that they've had, things like that, physical, tangible achievements, and then two things that are from the heart that you admire about them. So what that does is that paints them in like a, 
a clear picture of, hey, this person's done this, 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 and they've been awarded that, that, that. And then it also allows you to use the opportunity to build rapport with your guests and show your gratitude towards them for their experience and sharing their time with you on your show and with your audience. So it's a really great way to start an interaction. And I remember when I found this format, um, probably around episode 50 or so, my episodes just got so much juicier, so, so much juicier. Our guests provided so much more and the feedback that we got from guests and from our audience was so much more uplifting because the guests really felt like they could open up and provide value whereas I think all humans have this we until we're given the door to you know talk about ourselves and share our experience we often hold back a little bit Hey team, just wanted to check in real quick before we get stuck back into the episode. Hope you're getting value. Hope you're enjoying yourself. And I wanted to check, see how you're doing with that subscribe button. Have you managed to find it yet? Whatever channel you're on, just hit that subscribe. If you're feeling generous, you could even leave behind a five-star review. Appreciate it, guys. And let's get stuck back into it. So in that introduction, just make sure that they know that they've got the floor to talk and you're there to learn from their experiences. Um... Be vulnerable as well. That's another point I've got down here. People really can connect to your vulnerability. Now, that's not to say that you know you have to cry in every episode. Um, that might be your style. But it's just don't hold your cards close to your chest. Like at the end of the day, people are sharing their time. If it's a 40-minute episode, an hour-long episode, you're borrowing an hour of somebody's time. So, don't keep anything from them. Just share, be open. Use this as a platform for you to share everything that's on your chest, share openly and vulnerably with your guests and connect with them on a level that they probably haven't had on other podcasts because there's lots of lots of shows out there that are cut and dry like question, answer, question, answer. And that's fine if that wants to be your style, but make sure you throw vulnerability in there as well. Add some human element to the show. So, share more personal stories. This is one thing that I'm starting to introduce um, in the podcast because I realized that the vast majority of my content has been guest-orientated and some feedback that I've been getting over the last couple of months is you know, our audience wants to hear more of my story and more of my perspective, which I was a little bit reluctant to do in the beginning because I don't know whether it was just me not feeling like I had value to share or maybe it was just me wanting to focus on guest value. I'm not sure exactly why, but I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone here and I'm sharing more personal stories like this solo episode, for instance, and others I've done in the past. There is a reason why, you know, I I have been able to build a podcast and provide value and build an audience. There's a reason why you're about to do the same thing and that's because you have something that other people find attractive, whether that be your perspective, whether that be your experiences, whether that be your communication style, whether that be all of the above, don't hide that from your audience. You owe it to them to be 100% vulnerable, like I said before and just share everything you have to offer. So, branding. When it comes to branding, obviously it's not the be all and end all. Like if you've got great content and shit branding, it's going to do well, but please just less is more. Less is more. I know and this comes from a personal irk 
being a designer, just it don't have to complicate shit. Just super, super simple. Come up with a creative name and a name that is unique. No one else has got it. Um, it clearly defines what your sto- what your show is about, or it clearly associates to a brand or a business. And just keep it simple. All you really need in your cover photos is just a photo of the guest and your logo or the guest name. You don't need to splatter it with text and colors and all this kinds of stuff. Please, for my eyeballs, less is more. And social media is vital, guys. This is the last point um, that I I learned. And luckily with my background um, in e-commerce and building brands online, I had started with social media from our very first episode. That's why it's super important to visually record your episodes because podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, you know, Amazon Music, all that kind of stuff, they're not algorithmic. There's no feeds. Like they're not going to go on there like they do on TikTok and magically find your podcast unless yours is very very high ranking. They don't have a feed searchability like social media does. So it's really the job of social media to pull people across to the podcasting platforms. And from experience, that is a very hard transition to get someone to move from one platform to another. But the only way you're going to do that is by showcasing the value of the show in snippets. Now, what this allows you to do as well is if you're creating content with a specific guest, Instagram has this amazing tool called the collaborator tool. So what that allows you to do is post a reel um, on your podcast page, tag your guest as a collaborator and what that will do is share your post to both of your audiences. This has been what's given us the most growth since Instagram released this feature about halfway through the year because at the end of the day, if, uh, if our audience is following before the money for you know, me and then when they see a video that doesn't have my face and especially if it's a guest that they don't know, they're not going to be as drawn to watch that because there's not that initial emotional connection. But when your guest's audience is shown a video of your guest, that's a face that they immediately know and emotionally connect to and therefore the engagement from in the first couple of hours, which is the most important thing, um, for the algorithm at the moment is dramatically spiked and it gives your content the most possible opportunity to gain virality and spread. So this is how we've reached you know, 30, 40,000 people with, with a single reel. So how to start and what's really important. So the most important thing is your audio quality. Now, Everything that I say has a contradiction to it because one of my favorite marketing podcasts from when I was first getting into podcasts years and years ago was literally five minutes of this dude talking into his phone on his drive to work. But his knowledge was so valuable. I didn't care that the audio sounded like he was talking underwater because the knowledge was valuable. But everything I'm going to say here is going to give you the best possible outcome to get people to listen all the way through. So make sure your auto audio quality is primo. Right? You can pick up cheap mics on Amazon for a hundred bucks or whatever. Um, if you're also if you're going to be editing um, just on your phone, so you don't have the software or anything on your computer, I would recommend getting an 
uh, mic that can connect straight to your iPhone. So that way the audio is all in with the video. You don't have to be putting things together and lining up audio and stuff like that. I just want to make it as super simple as I possibly can for you guys. So if you are wanting to go bare bones, get a mic that connects to your iPhone and do the video thing. You can edit that on CapCut, which is a um, video editing software that's really, really good and it doesn't lag too much, especially with the bigger audio files. So like I just touched on, make sure you're doing video recording. It is the fastest way to grow and I'm sure anyone who's listening has their own podcast um, that also does video, you'd definitely agree with that. And um, what you're really wanting to to do here, now that you've got the equipment, I'm, I'm going with a bare bones one. Maybe I will um, do another episode later on that shows our full um, podcasting scale platform because this is something I haven't actually talked about on the podcast. I do provide agency services for people who are wanting to have a done-for-you podcast. So in a nutshell, essentially for four hours of your time once a month, you get over 160 pieces of content um, and it is a full sales funnel operated done-for-you podcast. All you got to do is show up, record four episodes a month and then we do the rest for you. But that's not the purpose of this episode. I'll do one on the full-scale distribution later. But what you really need to focus on here is if you're starting a podcast, just get super clear on why you're starting the podcast. What is it that's motivating you? What are some pain points? What are some things that um, you want to solve in your own life for this episode? And then just talk to some people about it. See if, see if the people within that audience actually experiencing those problems. So for me personally, um, before the money, the concept is talking with successful people about the changes that they had to make to get that original success, to build that momentum. And that was because I was in a place where I had been like working for so long, so long, and I hadn't been able to break out of the rat race of self-employment. You know, I'd made decent money, I'd lost lots of money, then I'd made it back again and I wasn't able to break into that financial freedom sector. So I wanted to talk to people that had done that and see what I was missing. So that's where the concept of before the money came from. And what, because essentially I was talking to myself five years prior or I was, I was talking to myself in the moment and, and things like that because I was clear on the value that I wanted to bring. So because I know that that's the, that's the story I want to tell, I now know innately how the conversation needs to go in order for me to fulfill on that kind of promise or on, on that premise of, of the show, if that makes sense. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be fully wrapped up and, and diligent about it, but if you have an overall view of where your show offers value to the audience, then that's make going to make life a lot easier for you when it comes to putting together your branding, putting together your you know sales um, captions, all this kind of stuff. When you're putting together your reels, when you're curating your audience, when you're finding your guests, it's going to make things a lot easier if you've got an overarching mission to help drive the ship. Um, once you've gotten clear on that, you want to go ahead and create... Uh, a name, whether you want to do it through your own personal social media or whether you want to set up your own, that's entirely up to you depending on your level of workload, how much effort you can put in, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
So make make a decision, weigh up the pros and cons, whether you want to set up another social account or just run it through your personal, depending on how you're going to go about it. And then once you've gotten clear on all that stuff, you've set it up, you go ahead and I'm, I'm going to give you the free option here. Um, go ahead and create an account on anchor.fm. So anchor.fm is a free hosting platform for podcasts that is now owned by Spotify. Um, I had really good experiences with that in the early stages. It was free. Uh, the only reason I transitioned away from it is purely because of the analytics. There was other software that was offering better analytics um, and more flexibility. But Anchor is a brilliant service. Um, once you've set that up, literally just record your first episode. So your first three episodes, your first four episodes. The first one, why you're starting the podcast. Um, Keep it relatively short, you know, who you are, why you're starting the podcast. The second one, touch on a major pain point that you that you spoke about um, and maybe how you've overcome that in the past or if that doesn't necessarily fit your style, if it's more of like a comedy style, then you can just go straight into guests, however you want to go about it. Um, but I would suggest getting your first four episodes recorded and edited and then when you're going to launch, you know, launch with with a purpose. Like have, let people know that it's coming up. Put clips out before it's launched. Like build up the hype. Maybe you can start a competition. Start a Facebook page where you can run um, run competitions within giveaways. You can have prizes for people that interact and engage and things like that. Really nurture the audience from the get-go and l- allow them to feel like they're the ones that are helping you get this ship off the ground because they really are. Like we can talk into cameras all we like and say we've got a podcast, but if no one listens, then do we really have a podcast? <laughs> um, so yeah, when when you launch, launch, launch with intention. I would suggest having four or five episodes already there so that when people, you know, when you launch, people can binge watch. They're not just getting one episode and then you know, wanting more and forgetting about your episode, forgetting about your podcast before your next episode comes out. This was one thing that I didn't do, but now that I, I do so with my clients, I see much, much better results. When I launched, I was just so impatient. I recorded the first episode on a Friday. That next Monday, the episodes were launched. I didn't really have marketing plan in place. All I had was a name and an episode. And then I just operated week to week for like the first 20 episodes, which was chaos. But um, I forgot where I was talking about there. So yes, once you've got your four episodes, launch it and just focus on providing value. Don't take yourself too seriously and just start. Don't be afraid to pivot. Reach out to guests that you think are bigger than you or out of your league because every time I've done that, um, they've said yes. So, But there's been more times where I've allowed my overthinking to stop me from sending that message. So... Um, I wish you the best of luck. If you do end up going to start a podcast or you've got value here, send me a message on Before the Money on Instagram, TikTok. You can reach out to me, Jack William, on Instagram. I don't really use my personal TikTok at all. Um, but yeah, leave five stars if you got value here. Like That really does help a lot. And if you are wanting a little bit of help starting this podcast, we do have super, super affordable packages um, for people that are just getting started and you want a little bit of guidance, you want a little bit of help, that's fine. Um, you do not have to step into our like corporate packages because I understand a lot of the times 
podcasting is just a, a little thing that we want to do for ourselves to help our personal development, to improve our conversation, to improve our network, all that kinds of stuff. And when not attached to a business, it can be hard for it to bring a financial return. But I would love to help you guys in any way that I can. And I hope this episode has been valuable. So as always, leave five stars, um, subscribe on whatever channel you're listening to. And I will see you guys bouncing with energy, excited for the next episode. Peace and love. I'll see you next Wednesday. And that is another one in the bag. Thank you so much for hanging around all the way to the end of the episode. Our sponsors also want to thank you too. Anarchy Label, the producers of this show, have teed up an exclusive discount code for you. You'll find it in the show notes below for all you wonderful people who've chosen to stay all the way to the end. If you enjoyed being a part of the conversation today, don't keep this to yourself. Share this episode to your channel of choice. Send it to a friend who you know is going to get value. And most importantly, for all you diehard fans that want to see this show blow up and impact more lives, hit the donate link in the show notes below. I hope today's episode sparked a little idea inside your head. Maybe you go off and change your life or do something crazy like that. But I want to thank you guys for hanging around. This has been a wicked episode. My name is Jack William. You'll find all my links below. And I will see you guys bouncing with energy with another hot topic next Tuesday. Peace and love.